Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast, and today I have a co-host. Now, originally, I was actually planning on having co-host on this podcast, but that didn't happen, so I started on my own, and in this episode, you're actually going to learn the little origin story of this podcast. Uh, But today, I'm joined with uh, um, Allison Carver, who's a great friend, friend of mine. And we are actually talking about planning your launch. And this is part three of the three-part series, which we've gone through now. So on the first part of this series, we were talking about, you know, having the on-point messaging. And on the second episode, we talked about having the no-brainer offer. And on this episode, we're talking about planning your launch. So these three things are actually, in my opinion, the three most important pillars of your launch this is what's going to take you from being that exhausted launcher struggling to you know create everything and making sure everything is working and yeah everything just feels overwhelming and you're just getting stuck in your own way um to the successful six-figure launcher because this is i promise you this is what they do you know they make sure that they have any six-figure launcher just make sure they have great messaging which which really resonates with you know the audience and they make sure that they have a offer which basically people are just saying you know where can i give you my credit card info and thirdly they make sure that you have planned out the launch nothing is happening by accident they're not winging it they're not flying by the seat of their pants or anything like that so this episode will conclude the three-part series, which I really hope you enjoyed, and I'd love for some feedback on that. If you did enjoy it, um, please do share with me. But uh, anyway, I thought I'd bring on my original co-host, uh, Allison, to kind of talk this over because I really enjoy having conversations with people and you know, trying to do an episode on my own. Honestly, it's just not my thing. So I'm just going to step away from that, acknowledge that that's not my thing. I enjoy these episodes a lot more when I have guests on and we can share some perspectives, share some ideas. That makes for a lot better episodes. So we're going to jump into that. And as usual, you know, if you are in a launch and you're feeling kind of stuck and struggling or you're about to launch and you're a little bit unsure of which direction to take this, you can get on a 20-minute launch chat with me and make sure that we get clear on your next steps so you'll find that link in the show notes click that book a call and we'll do it but you know let's get into this episode all right have you launched your online course with great success or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry well it really doesn't matter Hi, my name is Ken Wesker, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. 
This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. All right, welcome to Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I got Allison Carver with me. Hello, Allison. Hello. The thing that you guys don't probably know is that me and Allison, we were actually going to start this podcast together. Yes, we were. (laughs) (laughs) And that was back in the spring of 2019, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that didn't happen. And um, before we get in, this is actually part three of the uh, podcast series that I'm doing. So we've been talking about messaging in the first part. And the second part, we talked about, you know, creating the irresistible offer. And today we're going to talk about planning out your launch. Because I think those are the three most important things to any launch. And I think Allison agrees with that. Right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> planning is everything. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about that, but before we do that, I, I just wanted to kind of talk about my relationship with Allison here uh, and how we, why we didn't actually get to start this podcast together. Um, so what happened is I posted something on Facebook and it was basically just getting some feedback on the name for the podcast. So I just kind of brainstormed a lot of names and put it out there and asking people, you know, which one do you like, which one, which one is funny and Everybody pretty much said, oh, my God, I'm launching is perfect. So we went with that. And Allison reached out to me and she's saying, you know, oh, my God, I've been thinking about doing the exact same thing, you know, yep. doing a business podcast. And I was like, hmm, awesome. And uh, we kind of got the idea of, you know, why don't we do this together? But uh, and we wanted to do it really quickly. Uh, <laughs> I think it, this was I think it was April, maybe or beginning of May. I was thinking it was like the summertime. I I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I think we wanted to launch it before the summer really hit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have big plans, you know, getting into, yeah, getting into it really quickly. Just do it. Uh, But that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Things came in the way and, you know, vacation time during the summer. And so we kind of figured out, okay, let's just uh, restart and figure something out in August. And we were ready to do that. But mm-hmm. then something happened uh, to Allison, unfortunately. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure your audience is like, "Why? Why did she not do this with you?" Yeah. It's <laughs> um, a no-brainer, yeah, right? So, <laughs> right, exactly. So I, um, yeah, it was crazy. The summer was crazy, as they always are. And then that July of that summer, I had some sort of massive stomach issue that just appeared out of nowhere. Um, come to find out now I know what it was, but I Mm -hmm. had just all sorts of health problems that sort of showed up out of nowhere. And I just, there was no way that I could wrap my brain around doing the podcast with you and getting the content out and, you know, being a good co-host with you when I was in bed with all this like stomach pain. Um, So it was really challenging. And I remember feeling so guilty, like having to like message Ken and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can't do it. But of course you were so gracious about the whole thing. And so, so great. I mean, I I had no reason to feel bad because you took it. Absolutely not. Of course not. I mean, it's not something you can help. I mean, it's something that's happening and you got to deal with it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it was like this phantom stomach pain. I did all the testing. I went to see all the doctors and they, you know how it is with GI problems. It's sort of like either it's this glaring, you know, like you have an ulcer or they don't know. It's pretty much... Mm sort of the medical advice that I've received. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
But on, on the bright side of it, um, it certainly started me down this path of self-discovery and looking at my life and looking at my stress level and looking at my business. And in a way, the stomach issue sort of turned into this big blessing because it helped me sort of pivot my business. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it, you know, we couldn't do the podcast together, but like we always will continue to work together in some way. Yeah. So I'm not concerned about that. <laughs> and we didn't leave it totally out. I mean, I did say that, you know, if you ever feel ready for it to do it, let's do it and we can join at a later time or, you know, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But I knew that I had to kind of start this no matter what. I just needed to get an okay from you, I guess, to move forward with it on my own. And, and look course, at you. I mean, look at these amazing like guests you've had on your podcast and you were just doing the thing. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't regret it for a second starting this podcast. Uh it would be even more fun to do with you, obviously. And I think that's probably also the reason why I've brought on so many guests because I was thinking, you know, okay, I'll bring on a guest, do some podcast episode on my own. And I've done a few on my own, but I don't enjoy those as much as I enjoy bringing on guests. And I think oh, that yeah, is also fun. what kind of the idea of us doing this together would, yeah. you know, be so perfect. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And like, just like you said, you know, this has brought us a lesson. We learned from it and we had an opportunity to pivot and do something different. So it all happens for a reason, right? I know. Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought? I mean, really? Yeah, it's amazing. And you have also pivoted in your business just recently. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because when we were talking, you were doing cooking date night thing. So basically creating uh, dinner with your spouse or partner or significant other. Um, that was the idea that you had back then, mm-hmm. but now you pivoted or changed totally the direction. I don't know how you want to say that, but tell us a little bit more about the transition yeah. and, uh, what you're doing now. Yeah. So a pivot, like, I mean, it's like a night and day, yeah. <laughs> it's like, a <laughs> really about face. like, <laughs> um, yeah. So I started out as, um, I'm a licensed therapist and I have always hated doing therapy. I'm like the one therapist in the world, I mean, who We'll tell everybody I meet that I hate doing it. <laughs> and so I started my own business about 10 years ago, gosh, 10 years ago, wow. trying to make therapy fun and interactive and different because I am all about experiences. And to me, I felt like cooking was a great way to connect with people, right? We all love to eat mm. and um, cooking is an interactive experience. So I did that. So I had these, like you said, cooking date nights and it's very interesting to me. I just had this thought as we were just, you were just talking, isn't it interesting that, you know, my stomach problem happened and then my cooking and eating dramatically changed mm. dramatically because it had to. Yep. Um, and it's almost like my business sort of lost the pizzazz because I wasn't cooking and eating like I was before. Mm-hmm. And um, it sort of came to a standstill, screeching halt. And I had been doing, like I said before, this like self-discovery and sort of getting into um, spirituality and manifestation and just the ideas of the whole law of attraction. Um, And I just like dove head first into it and I loved it. I loved it. Um, And so like, it just sort of like hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, why don't I do that? Why don't I help people learn about this? I can Hmm. explain it and teach it. And I was like, oh, I can do that. I can change my business. If I've lost yeah. the joy in the cooking, why not try something else? So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love it. And I can totally see the shift in 
you know, in you and the energy that you're bringing and that you totally into this and you love every second of it. And I can see that. And it's so cool to see how you changed your business to something that you truly love. Um, Yeah. So much fun. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. It's been, it it was scary as you can imagine, like having done something and like having this like niche, you know, Mm -hmm. for 10 years and then being like, you know what, we're going to do something totally different. And it was almost terrifying but also so freeing if that makes sense like yeah i mean i totally get it and i can totally resonate with that because i've been changing you know the things that i've been doing i've been changing all the time and never really getting the uh hold of you know what it is that i'm actually doing now i finally figured out you know focus on launching and i've been doing that for well that pivot started about a year ago uh actually and now I'm starting to see the traction of it. And, you know, because you just kind of start on scratch every single time. And I would assume the same thing for you is that you can't really bring the people who was on the cooking date night thing over to manifestation. Some, some people probably will who understands it and gets it, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are like, what, what's, what's right. this? <laughs> you know, who, who is this person? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't get it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, and that was hard to see people unsubscribing or unliking my page or being like, this isn't really what I signed up for. And yeah. I have to obviously be okay with that. Um, and let them know that when they leave, it's just making space for the right customer to come in. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if they're leaving, they're not your customer and right. they wouldn't have bought anything that you have to offer. Right. So, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. Uh, on that topic though, what, what do you offer? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. I'm sorry. Okay. No, <laughs> no we were talking about this before we got on. I can offer. <laughs> yeah. no, we were talking about this before we got on, and Alison was a little bit unsure what she's offering, but um, she's been doing a lot of talk about money, relationship to money, and I think that's a great place for her to start. Um, and I think she kind of agrees with that. I do. I do agree with that. I think that um, attracting more money into your life is something that we all could use, and I have. I mean, I feel like I have listened and learned so much, so much, so many hours worth of content I have learned in the last two years, year Mm -hmm. and a half, whatever, that I could talk about money and the relationship with money and really like explain it and teach it in a way that's different. Mm -hmm. And also I love how Ken just said relationship because I am a relationship therapist. So like what a great word to kind of bring that into my new life. Like, I love that you said that and I'm totally going to use that. (laughs) So thanks for that. So guys, if you're listening and you need some help fixing your relationship with money, hire Ken, (laughs) hire Allison. She's the, (laughs) she's fixed that problem for you, you know, but it's a real problem though. Uh, We're talking about that as well before we got on and, you know, having a bad relationship with you with money can bring up a lot of anxiety, anger, uh, mistrust, or yeah. And it can really tear on our relationship with your, you know, significant other, obviously as well. Mm-hmm. And yourself, and it doesn't and, have to and be yourself. that way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great thing to start dealing with, and manifestation in its whole. I think it's really interesting. I've been doing some few exercises myself, you know, setting the intention, asking the universe for some signs, and mm-hmm. the universe truly responds. I mean, one of the last thing I asked actually was the other day. Uh, I'm just hired a coach to help me with my Instagram presence and. Just asking, you know, is this the right person to help me with this? And just really being intentional and said, you know, if it is a yes, show me some flowers. And if it's a no, 
uh, show me uh, what was it again? I can't remember, but it was something butterfly. Wasn't it a butterfly? No, that was the other thing that I was oh. asking for. But anyway, <laughs> the thing is, it, it turned into yes because I was sitting watching TV series on the TV and it's 10 p.m. So I don't really expect to see a sunflower, to be honest. And sure <laughs> yeah, enough, <laughs> there it was inside the TV series and it popping up. So it's crazy. So that was a yes. It was the right call. And isn't me. that amazing once you've opened your mind up and you've you know opened up your heart to be more receptive of it, mm-hmm. the universe is going to deliver. Yeah. It takes all the pressure off. I know. It's amazing. So cool. So cool. Anyway, let's talk about planning a launch. Yes. And why that is so important and how that is going to help you with your launch to make it a little bit more easy for you, a little bit more relaxed, and you'll be able to be more present in a launch. Um, I know you've done a few launches yourself. Um, Have you been good at planning those launches out to the T? Well, uh, to a T? No. Probably not. (laughs) But I will say... I have done launches where I didn't plan and then mm-hmm. I've done launches where I have planned. And I yeah. will say that planning for myself makes it so much easier. Takes exactly. all of the stress off, all of the pressure. Cause you know, exactly like, okay, you can open up your calendar and you can say, okay, today is the day I'm sending this email and I'm doing mm-hmm. this live or whatever. It's so much easier. Yeah. And I think the problem is a lot of people talk about this, you know, I'm going to plan out, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But for some reason we can pushing things off. Uh, we have too little time to plan ahead. You know, we're doing the launch in two weeks kind of thing. And then it kind of just gets messy. Um, well, and yeah, cause that's how we are, but it does, the launch doesn't, the planning doesn't have to be so formal. You just have right. sort of have to have it in your head and written down a little bit of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be mindset, super like specific getting, either. Yeah. I mean, you're just setting the intention and like, okay, here's the plan. Here's what I'm going to try to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the things why people don't do it is because they're thinking, you know, we got to have all of these specific things and it has to be so much and yeah, just gets overwhelming, I guess. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Of course, we of all course know not. that, but we all want it to be perfect, but yeah. it doesn't need to be. So let's start off with something really simple for people to help them get started planning and launching. And I think one of the first things that you need to do and planning launch is to actually set the launch date because then you have something to work towards because if you don't do that what's going to happen you're going to miss it <laughs> you're going to miss it you're going to push it forward and oh i'm going to launch you know later something came up you know and that's not really helping you or your business to be honest no nope. so yeah the launch date is everything i mean and it, it i feel like for me whenever i set a launch date it's sort of like boosts my energy around it and gets mm-hmm. it gets me it makes it feel more real versus totally. like when you say oh i'm gonna launch in september well like you said life is gonna happen school is gonna start kids are gonna start doing whatever and then september is gonna come and go and you will have missed the boat mm-hmm. and it's something about just committing to that date as well yeah. not just putting it out there and just keep moving it obviously that's not gonna help so you got to commit to that date you know staying integrated with yourself um because if you don't you're just gonna keep pushing it and not going to do it. So yeah, setting the launch date, get that done. Um, but obviously when you're setting the launch date, there's a couple of things you can think about as well. Um, you know, there's always things happening out in the world, obviously. So we all know uh, at the time of this recording, um, we're a little bit away from the election of the president of the United States, new election. 
which is going to be interesting. Uh, we're not going to talk about that, but yeah. But that is probably a time when people are not paying attention to anything else but the election. So right. probably not a good time to not launch. So maybe, you know, think about those things. If big things are happening, not a good time. And obviously holidays can be tricky. Um, I know James Wedmore and his team has launched in December. They've done great with that. So, I mean, even if there's, it's the holidays, it can still work. But, mm-hmm. you know, specific days like 4th of July in the U.S., obviously it's probably not the best day to <laughs> do a launch. Um, but you have to think about the audience. You know, right. where's, where's the audience? Yeah. Are they in the U.S. or not? Yeah, exactly. And for me, I have launched in December before and I've had um, some success and then I've had a couple launches that weren't successful. So I think it also depends on, like you said, the audience, but then the people, like how receptive they are, because they might be more receptive one December and then not so much the next. Yeah. It's all about, I think, just being, um, what am I trying to say? Like being flexible, but then also knowing like having it figured out, if that makes sense. Yeah. And things can happen. I mean, we have natural disasters happening. Well, it's 2020. So, right. <laughs> I mean, anything can happen pretty much. But, <laughs> but it's like Allison said, you know, you need to be flexible. So if something happens, you got to be able to change up things or move the day a little bit. And even though we just talked about not moving the day, but this is for a specific reason, obviously. But being so, flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but being flexible, totally. Yeah. And you're so right about the election. Um, I know that when I do my launch coming up, I'm going to stick to October. I haven't mm-hmm. picked the exact date yet, but I'm like, I'm staying far away from November. It's yeah. possible. Exactly. When is the election? Is it at the it's end the of beginning, like the November? Beginning. Yeah. It's the very beginning okay. of it. I don't remember the exact date. 12th, maybe 13th. I don't okay. remember. Well, that's going to be interesting anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Can't wait to see what happens. Anyway. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is um, setting some goals for yourself, launch goals. Um, because like if you don't have a date and the same thing is if you don't have any goals, you're not sure what you're working towards. And, um, you know, problem probably is that we get really attached to these goals when we set them though. I don't know if you've experienced that yourself. Oh, um, yes. And I think also like we get so um, – focused on like a monetary goal, mm-hmm. like saying to myself, I won't, you know, I'll be successful if I make, you know, four figures or five figures on this launch. And then if you don't meet that, you're like, well, I failed. Mm-hmm. But we know in actuality, like just doing the launch is the success, like just going through the process and actually launching. That's the win, honestly. Mm-hmm. Totally. And all of the things that you do for that launch is something that you can probably reuse the next yes. time and just make some changes on it because mm-hmm. there's bound to be something in your launch that's actually working. You know, uh, right. it's, it's not all a failure. No, none of it <laughs> that is. That would be horrible. It's, yeah. I mean, then why would anybody do this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, we all hear everyone say, you know, business is an experiment. Well, it truly is. And mm-hmm. launching, launching, launching is 100% an experiment. Oh, totally. You can see what worked and what didn't, and then you can adjust it next time. Yeah, and if you can come out with that mindset for a launch, you know, it's going to be awesome because yeah. then you can just look at everything and just look at it as a lesson or teaching moment and make sure that you take that with you till the next launch. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the goal setting. I think that that's so important and not something that people think about mm-hmm. unless they're saying like, oh, I want to make, you know, 10 grand in this launch. 
I remember talking to um, Alon David from the 90 goal or 90x planner. And he talked about not putting a monetary goal on it, but more of a people goal. Oh, I love you know, that. how many customers you're going to get or how many members, because that kind of puts things in a different perspective. You're not focusing on the money aspect of it, but you're more focused on people and helping them. Yeah. And I like that like one. How many actually. people can you help today? Like reach. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so true. But either way, you know, setting a few goals is important because we need something to work towards. And um, I like to, you know, put up three types of goals. So you have like the okay goal which is, you know, you're fine with this result, whatever that might be, you know, the, the minimum that you kind of accept that I'm not going to say it, it, you know, it's not a failure if you're not beaten that small it's goal, <laughs> but, you know, understandably. Um, so the second thing, the second goal that I like to set is a great goal. So that's something that you would feel good about. Um, that's, you know, higher than the, minimum goal that you kind of set for yourself. And lastly, I want you to set a awesome goal, a goal that you feel almost unachievable. Mm-hmm. But if you reach it, that would be crazy sick and you would be on crazy yeah, excited about it. And I think just having those three goals gives you something specific to work towards and yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. And I don't know how you feel about it, but you know, people tend to be realistic and look at this realistically. You know, what's the goal that I can, you know, reach? How do you feel about that? Oh, I think being realistic is sort of um, <laughs> a death sentence to your business. I think you need to think big. It's going to, if you only think realistically, it's going to keep you small. Mm-hmm. And the whole point we became entrepreneurs is to grow and expand and to help people and put our messages out there. And I think it's, I think living from the awesome goal place is, is what's what you need to do in your business. Mm. I heard this really cool um, story about this. If it's okay, if I share this about what you just said, Um, I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember who it was. Sorry, (laughs) but she shared this amazing idea. And I was like, I'm totally doing this for my next launch. So she talked about buying two bottles of champagne and then putting a sticker over the label, like over the label saying like what her, essentially what her okay goal was. Mm -hmm. So let's say her okay goal or my okay goal is to sell four courses or something and then getting a bottle of champagne, another bottle of champagne and putting your awesome goal on it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to make 10 grand in this launch and then putting them on your nightstand or putting them in the kitchen or somewhere where Mm -hmm. you see them. And what I love about that is that you're going to drink either bottles of those champagne, like once the launch is over, you're going to have met your okay goal because that's, uh, let's be, uh, let's be honest. Your okay goal is your most realistic goal, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's the most smallest realistic. You can do that with your eyes closed goal. And you're going to celebrate that because that's an amazing accomplishment. Yes. Or you could knock it out of the park and have this amazing experience and you make 10 grand or whatever. And then you're going to drink that bottle of champagne. And Mm -hmm. I loved that. I love that. I thought that was such a good idea. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, that probably relates to some of the things that you are doing right now, you know, talking about manifestation and all of that stuff, because once you see those two bottles, right. You're kind of calling out to the universe that, you know, this is, this is what yeah. I'm looking for. This is what yeah. I want. Mm-hmm. And it's in that you're like going to celebrate and be grateful and appreciate whatever mm-hmm. comes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. And I love how the whole launch process is sort of a practice in manifestation. If you look at it like that, 
Very the true. whole thing of it is, is you bringing your intentions to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about the mindset, how you look at it and what you do throughout the whole process. Yeah. Cause we never know how this is going to play out at all. No. We don't have, you know, control of the result or, you know, how many people join or if people want to join. Right. That's up to them. Well, obviously, yeah. you can do what you can do with the messaging, the offer, right. you know, make sure that you show up and share the value of this, obviously. But in the end, is their decision. Right. It's not yours. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, just, I thought that was such a good idea. I just love the champagne. And who doesn't love champagne? So I'm like, I'm totally doing that. I'm well, stealing you, that idea. <laughs> if you not want to use champagne, use something else, obviously. But right. yeah, right. just give yourself some, whatever. something to celebrate with, you know. Yes. Awesome. I love that. Um, moving on to the next step uh, that I feel is important is to make a decision on how you want to do this. How do you want to launch it? And obviously there's tons of way how you can do this. Uh, a few of those that I've seen who are you know popular is obviously doing a live launch where you're kind of being active on um, social media with you know stories, uh, doing lives with people on Facebook and stuff like that. Then you also have the typical webinar launch, which is really popular. And you can launch with emails, just emails. You can do a video series, which James Wedmore is really good at. You know, he has eight-part video series. I love that. Mm-hmm. And something that's been seen a lot lately is challenges. People do a lot of challenges. And this is just a few of those. Uh, obviously, yeah. there's more. But choosing one of them, I think, is really important and sticking to it. But I think what's even more important is, though, even if this doesn't work this first time, don't, you know, take it away for the next launch. Because even if it didn't work this time, it doesn't mean if you, that you have to change strategy and do something different. Uh, it can still work. It probably just needs to be worked on so right. that it actually does the work that it's intended for. Um, but, Yeah. How do you feel? What of what types of launches have you done, or style of launches? Have um, you done? Well, on this lo- on this list, I've definitely done the live launch, mm-hmm. um, and I've also done the um, video series launch. When I had my membership, I did a video series launch, right? Um, and I have yet to try the challenge launch. That is very appealing to me, and I think that next time that's what I'm going to do. I think that's I a probably good idea for the things that you're teaching right yeah. now. Yeah. To manifest like certain amount, like a quarter, yeah. see your signs or things like that. Absolutely. Totally. And I love gamifying it. If that's the term, mm-hmm. gamif- I don't yeah. even know the term, but um, I think you can make challenges really fun and really exciting and give your audience points for interactions. And like, if they find the penny on the ground, like give them 10 points or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really fun. Right. And really interactive too. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. I think uh, I really- might do that next time. There you go. Getting some clarity on this. Yeah, podcast. right. See, you <laughs> but yeah, no, totally. And, and I think it's also important that you go with a type of launch that you feel comfortable with. Um, yeah. Obviously, if you really don't want to do a webinar launch and it really feels super uncomfortable. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Because yeah, you, you want to bring the right energy to your launch. Yes. So if you're choosing something that's, I mean, you should probably go a little bit outside your comfort zone. We need to challenge yourself a little bit, but oh, yeah. don't go to the far end of the spectrum and do something that's totally off. Yeah. You want to do and something that also, feels aligned. 
I'm sorry. You could also do like a mix, a combo of the, of the kinds too. Like, I think you're right. Like, I think some people have a big fear about being live, like doing a Facebook live. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's okay. I mean, maybe, I don't know if you agree, but to do a half email launch and half live launch, you know, like maybe plan one or two lives if that makes you, cause that stretches you a little bit, but doesn't Mm -hmm. require you to be live every day for five days or whatever. And you know, most people do emails either way. I would assume that most people do that. They build up a list and they send out a few emails. So that's probably in there anyway. So it's just a matter of adding something to that. But again, you don't have to really do everything. You don't have to do, you know, Facebook lives and a webinar and email and do a challenge. Yeah, it's too much. So stick to, well, email, probably you're going to do that anyway. But yeah, choosing one more element and, you know, as you do launches, you get more comfortable doing things and you know more how to do them. So obviously you can add on to that as well. So a lot of people are doing affiliate launches and that's something that you can bring on at a later stage. Maybe not try out the first launch that you're doing because that's going to you know cause a lot of stress on you, um, especially if you don't, haven't done it before and it doesn't really make sense. So make sure that you pick the things that you need right now and plan for doing more with a later launch. You don't, like I said, you don't have to do everything right now. And I think that's probably one of the big things that a lot of people tend to do is just bringing on too much. Right. Yeah. It gets overwhelming. Totally. And then you're not going to want to do it. And then you're certainly not going to want to do it again. If you have that experience of that, this is stressful and overwhelming and Mm -hmm. you're not going to love the idea of doing it again in a few months. Exactly. Yeah. I come from the vantage point that I think everything needs to have a lot of ease and be easy and fun. And, you know, I mean, there's going to be some work involved, of course, but ultimately it needs to be a fun experience because otherwise you're not going to want to do it. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's the whole idea of planning your launch is to make sure that you, you know, when you come to that launch, you don't really have to do anything more than just, you know, like I like to say, you just press play and go and yeah things just kind of happen because you plan it, you automated it and you don't really have to do anything but to show up for your audience and present the offer that you have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything kind of just goes by on its own. And then you have the right energy to bring to launch as well. I mean, there's nothing worse than, you know, uh, make sure that, oh, I need to write these emails. Uh, the webinar I'm doing it tomorrow. Oh my God, the slides are not ready. I need to finish those. Right it's so stressful Your energy is going to be in the wrong spot and then it's not going to be it's not going to be successful for you or for your audience mm-hmm. and this also ties back to the goals thing that we're talking about yeah. you know mm-hmm. if you're not meeting the goals it's going to stress you out as well right and it was super hard to detach from those goals at some point you know but if you can and you can just look at this as an experiment okay whatever it is that's happening in this launch and whatever the you know the numbers that i hit it's something that I can learn something from. I think, yeah. I mean, probably one thing that people don't talk too much about in a launch is actually the mindset, how important that is. It's not just, yeah, you need oh, to Oh, it's have, everything. I, th- I think it's everything. Yeah, it really is. And I think you, we need to have your mindset in, in the right place when you're setting your goals, just like we talked about, because you don't want to set goals that either are so unachievable that your mind can't even like wrap your head around it, but Mm -hmm. you do need to stretch yourself. So it's like this, you know, fine dance between expanding and stretching yourself and being open to the bigger and better things. But then Mm -hmm. also knowing that you don't want to make it so outrageous that you just tell yourself, Oh, I couldn't possibly reach that goal. Yeah. 
and each launch is a stepping stone um, towards some bigger goal. Right. I think. Yeah. yeah. And we need to take it, you know, baby steps, one step at a time, one launch at a time. Yeah. And, you know, probably one of the most important thing is with a launch, don't quit after the first launch. Do it again <laughs> and oh, again never. and again. Don't quit after your fifth launch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, you know, success is right around the corner and could be with that next launch. You don't know if, yeah, unless you exactly. try. Yeah. Totally. Um, next up, uh, launch platform or kind of, where do you want to launch? So today we have a lot of social media. So obviously we turn into that. You have the email list, obviously. Um, so that's going to work out fine. But we use social media to reach our people, obviously. Um, and there's a lot of platforms out there that you can focus on. Mm-hmm. Question is, do you want to focus on all of them and stretch yourself thin? Or do you just want to focus on one, maybe two? <laughs> What's been your I- experience on that? Yeah, I feel like I'm here to give you permission to just pick one and (laughs) go with it. I think everyone thinks they need to do all the things, right? All the things, all the platforms. I think it's worthwhile, especially when you're starting out, to just pick one that you like the best and just focus on that one. Mm -hmm. Find out where your people are hanging out and just focus on that one. Yeah. And like you said, since every launch is an experiment, you can say, okay, this launch, I'm focusing on Facebook. And then next launch, we're going to do Facebook and Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm up your confidence i wouldn't want to dive into all of them all at once right and i think it's it's kind of hard because you see you know it's easy to repurpose a lot of the content that you create obviously so if you create something for facebook you can easily use that on instagram you can use it on linkedin obviously pinterest whatever um but then again you know it does require some more work and it right will add another element of stress because you have to Right. show up on other places um maybe not doing face- facebook live and instagram live but at least you're repurposing the content with with a post here and post there and post there so obviously it gets a little bit more work and Great. your focus and, and it, which is stress and i think having any like you said added stress is going to make it not a pleasurable experience mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I'm almost under the school of thought that you, repurposing content is amazing. And I think maybe when you're not even in a launch, it's easier to do that. Yeah. And then when you launch, just pick one. And you can, of course, like mention it. Like like you said, Instagram and Facebook, like you could mention that you're doing it and head on over to Instagram to catch my lives, to catch the launch or whatever. You can direct yeah. people there. Make it simple like Make that. Make it simple. Streamline. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All about the streamlining. I mean, yeah. we're parents, we have young kids. Like we, our time is crucial. We can, you know, just during this podcast, we have two interruptions well, from our kids. And I'm sure we'll have two more. So. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Uh, and that will happen in, in your launch as well. So, right. yeah. um, I mean, you're probably going to have, and that's a funny thing though. Uh, when you're doing a launch, you're bound to have something happen that you didn't plan for, or you didn't want mm-hmm. to happen. Something's going to wrong. I mean, the kid's going to come in on your Facebook live in a mid launch or uh, something's going to break. Something's not going to work. You're not going to get the uh, zoom to work properly maybe, or, you know, the webinar slides not being correct or, or I don't know, but something's yeah. bound to happen. Something will go wrong. It's like planning your wedding. Something unfortunately is going to go wrong, but that's where your mindset is so important. You know, mm-hmm. like going into it, knowing that you got this and that you're going to meet that okay goal, no matter what, yeah. It's going to be fine. You got to roll with it. 
And when you have this plan and everything is planned out, you have headspace and energy to deal with that. Yeah. It's not going to be just another thing that you have to stress with and figure out. And it also, I would say, makes you seem more human. I, I've always found that when, when I have like technical difficult, I mean, I'm not a technical person at all. So when I have technical difficulties or something screwed, you know, messed up, mm-hmm. like I just tell people, hey, I have no idea what I'm doing. And it makes me seem more relatable. Yeah. And which ultimately is why people buy your offer. They like you. They connect with you. They're going to buy from you. Yeah. So and these days, human, business is personal. That's yeah. just the fact that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just have my kids run in next time when I'm on my lap. <laughs> like, oh, go away, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, family life, you know. Right. Yeah. Family life. Right. But that's the truth. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The more relatable and human and, you know, the better. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Um, so, yeah. Sticking to one platform, maybe two. That's something you can stretch for. And you you need to figure out, you know, where your audience is. That's probably the most important thing. So if they're hanging out on Instagram, you probably don't need to focus on Facebook that much. Right. And, um, you know, if LinkedIn is a thing, they're not going to be active on Instagram and Facebook because that's not the thing. So yeah, figure out where they're hanging out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about launch ads as well um this is obviously not my area of expertise i've talked to a few people about ads facebook ads in specifically on this podcast so you can check those out but i think this is another element that's going to stress you out if you put this on your first launch or your second launch yep um have you done launches with ads? Yeah. Yep, I have. And I've done them myself. And mm-hmm. I agree with everything you just said. Like when I've done them in the past, I don't feel as the expert about Facebook ads either. And so I kind of felt like I didn't have the right headspace about it. I was doing it because I thought I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even sure I did them correctly. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's like it was a total waste of energy and time and resources to just throw an ad together. I'm under the vantage point that you you outsource this. If this is something you want to incorporate into your launch, you pay someone to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to say, you know, the problem is probably for a lot of people that if you're going to outsource this, a lot of people, those who do Facebook ads, they're going to looking for, you know, sign a three month contract. Uh, yeah. It's, um, you know, $1,500 a month. And on top of that, you know, you got to put the Facebook ad spend as well. So obviously that's a huge investment for a lot of people. So, I think probably in the beginning, we're going to try to figure this out on our own, right? which I highly recommend that you actually do and try to understand at least, you know, the concept of it, how it's working and what numbers to look at, at least have some basic understanding of Facebook ads, because mm-hmm. if you're going to outsource this, you need to be able to, you know, uh, look at the numbers and understand, you know, if they're actually doing something right or if they're doing something wrong. I've talked to people who, spent money on ads and gotten a terrible result. Yeah. And you need to be able to see that. Yeah. So just getting Agreed. some basic understanding of it is, yeah. is important as well, but yeah, don't do this for your first or second launch. Wait until you feel a little bit more comfortable taking this on as another element of the launch. And we, I mean, I and I have heard multiple people, mul- I mean, multiple people that we follow in, in our world of mentors and people we look up to who had launches in the beginning where they never even did ads. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's, it's yeah. not a requirement to have Absolutely a successful launch, Mm-mm. but no, it you- is I think, a 
like you said, important to build into maybe your third or fourth launch when you mm-hmm. have a little bit more revenue to play with and you've, you know, done a little a ad, few ads on your own, you have a basic understanding that how it works. Yeah. And I think it's also something you could also barter with a colleague. If you, or you could collaborate with someone who, you know, from a different course or, um, you know, people you've met who might have a little bit more expertise, you could mm-hmm. barter with them until mm-hmm. you have the 1500 extra to spend on ads. Yeah. Good point. Absolutely. Love that. So yeah. Um, experiment a little bit with ads, but don't do it the first time around. Yeah. Wait till you're ready for that. And you definitely want to make sure that you at least make that money back in some kind of way, at least. Yeah. <laughs> make that one of your goals. Yeah. Make that one of your goals. Um, and obviously this is next thing that's coming up here is probably the biggest thing. And it's all the content that you need for your launch. And that's going to be a lot. And that will definitely, when you start, you know, outlining your launch and putting things in, it's like, oof, this is a lot. It's going to feel overwhelming. Um, but thing is, you need to do a lot of this. And I think the best way is just, um, I like, well, the way I like to do it is just, you know, create, uh, open a document and just create a really quick overview of how the launch is going to go, what are you planning on doing. And then you can start filling out, you know, some of the bullet points of, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then I need to create this, this, this content and start from there and create maybe a calendar, launch calendar oh, yeah. for this. So you can kind of just start putting things in. When do I need to have this finished by mm-hmm. having deadlines? I think that's yep. going to be really important because if you don't, absolutely, just like the launch, if you have, don't have a date. It's nothing. I like to get those big calendars, you know, those big ones you can get like at the office store that like fit like on a wall or on mm-hmm. your desk, like the big squares. And um, that's how I, cause I'm a visual person for sure. And so like, yeah. I need to see, I'm not a, as much of a spreadsheet person as I know you are, <laughs> but um, I like to have it like in my face, like, okay, this is day one of the launch. Here's what's happening. This is day two. Yeah. Yeah. And then just and kind of backtracking. I'm sorry. Yeah, and just kind of backtracking everything content that you need to yes. create and yeah, make sure that you have it all ready before mm-hmm. the open cart date. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You like kind of like do it backwards. Like you write down your launch open cart date first mm-hmm. and then you just go backwards and you know, this yeah. is what's happening on the first week, second week, third week, fourth week, however long you're launching for. Mm-hmm. And, but once you do all of that, you can save that calendar for the next time you launch and Absolutely. just re- write down those steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're probably going to do a lot of the same things and yeah. use a lot of the same content. Yeah. Just going to, so yeah, it can certainly seem overwhelming in the beginning, but I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. And once you get organized and use this process that you've outlined, like I think writing the content and doing that won't be nearly as difficult as you think it will be. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to write, you know, all the emails in one day. I mean, no. just start God, with one. No. Start with one, you know, it doesn't have to be everything all at once. So right. make it easier on yourself. And, and that, and I think also in order to make sure that this planning thing kind of works is give yourself enough time between the launches. So I know James Wedmore, he says, you know, when you are done with a launch, you're basically starting on a new launch. So that's the launch runway for the next launch. You know, everything that's happening between the launches is planning out well, ne- the next launch. Yep. 
list building or connecting with people. And yep, yeah, exactly. He's right. I mean, I agree with that a million, a per, million percent. Like I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So make sure you have enough time. And I would like to say at least have, I want to say at least 60 days, but I know oh, a lot minimum. of people think that's a lot. So, but no less than 30 days before mm-hmm. launch. I don't think you'd want to do it less than 30 days. I mm-hmm. think your body, you need time to kind of rest and integrate and look at what worked and what didn't work and, and tweak. And I think you're, that's a recipe for burning yourself out. If you just do it back to back to back and plus your audience will get burned out too. They're not going to want to hear you pitch to them month after month after month. Like they don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Absolutely. And you know, in terms of content, it's not all sales content. It's also the content for launch one way, which is leading up to the launch. And you want to make sure that you connect with your audience and, you know, right. get um, aware of the problems they're having. And so there's so much more happening before you actually get to the sales pitch, if you will, or the right. offer. Right. And all that content needs to be created as well. But yeah, launch content in itself, obviously emails, uh, social media, sales pages, uh, making sure that's also one of the most important thing is to make sure everything is working before you start launch. Make sure that the checkout page is working. <laughs> you tested it. Yeah. The links are correct. Links are correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. Yes. Make I have sure. been there. I have totally been there and then sent the follow-up email. Oops. Sorry. But again, yeah. like that's not something to get upset about because it nope. makes you human. And exactly. It happens. Mistakes happen. Like. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's pretty much kind of what wraps up a whole launch of, you know, how you plan it. Um, but I think one of the key things that you can have for a launch is that calendar. Yep. Make sure you're putting everything in there, everything for the launch itself from open card to close card, uh, the pre-launch, the launch runway, you know, um, putting in deadlines, make sure that you got things ready before we get it to the launch so that you ready to just show up and have the energy that you need to bring in. It's going to be a lot more easy, a lot more fun Mm -hmm. and hopefully also a lot more profitable. Right. And don't forget to include the celebration after the launch is over. Good point. That champagne popping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I also want to add, make sure you take care of yourself during the launch as well. I talked to this with uh, a mutual friend of us, Dania uh, Brooke. Um, And she, she's, really good at, you know, all of this, um, make sure that you take care of your body. And we talked about that for, you know, during the launch and it's really simple things like, you know, make sure you hydrate it, drink enough water, get enough sleep, uh, move your body. So you have some energy. Uh, it's not going to drain your energy actually. And yeah, simple things like that to make sure that you take care of yourself first. Oh uh, yes. Cause that, that keeps your energy and your mindset in the right place too. I also love to schedule a day um, during my launches where I don't think about the launch, mm-hmm. whether it's going out, like doing something with my kids, like, you know, you obviously have your content scheduled, right? The emails are going out, but there's, yep. you're not going to necessarily go live every day of your launch. So if there's a day where you're not going live, mm-hmm. go do something else. Like the content's still going to go out. People are still going to be seeing your information, and just go have fun. I yeah. feel like that energy that you do, like when you do that, it it just, it boosts it all up mm-hmm. in the right direction. Yeah, totally. I, I would like to say, you know, take a day off 
the day before you actually open the card. So you can just uh, relax and just think, you know, everything's ready. We're ready yeah. to roll. Today, I'm just going to enjoy my day and tomorrow yeah. we're going to knock it out of the park. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, have some some time off during the launch where everything is kind of basically automated so you don't really have to think about it. And once the launch is finished, take a day off too. Celebrate. You know, just celebrate and enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple exactly. Things. Yeah, it's it's simple things, and but it makes everything so much better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. All right, um, that's pretty much wraps up this um, podcast episode. I'm really happy that you would join me on this one, Allison, because like I said, I enjoy this conversation so much more than just me sitting here talking <laughs> through it, through it all, uh, just getting somebody else's opinion. No, but seriously, uh, I love just having somebody to talk things over um, just to get a different perspective. Because well, thank you so much for having me on. This was so fun. It's, yeah. so, it's so much fun to talk with you and interact. And yeah, launches, I think, can be fun just like this, right? Yeah, everything can be fun if you just do the right things and plan out things. And like we touched on doing things that align with you and your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be so much more. Yes. Love it. All right. Thank you, Allison. Um, But before I go, why don't you just um, let people know how they can find out a little bit more about you and the Manifestation Society and all that stuff as well? Yeah. So I am on Facebook under the Manifestation Society. And then you can also find me at the Manifest. Oh, on Instagram, it's Manifestation Society. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you can find me over there. Send me a DM. Join my group. Get involved. Yes. Do that. I'm in there. It's a beautiful group. And a lot of fun, exciting thing happening. So Thank definitely you. join that. But we'll link that up in the show notes. So make sure people Great. can click through and find it. So awesome. thank you once well, again. Thanks again for having me. My pleasure. All right, guys. Thank you for this time. We'll talk again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.